Yo, this is John from Noise Dosage Media, and this episode is brought to you by Begrudgingly Benny. Interested in putting something horrific and grotesque on your next piece of merch? Benny is tucked away in the fiery depths of COVID quarantine, blasting the filthiest of old school death metal and drawing hideous creatures that he is waiting for you to adopt. Go over to Instagram and follow at Benny and contact him if you would like some really weird original art for your band or label. Super professional, highly recommended. Perspectives means when everything goes dark and negative, you need to remind yourself that you are your own savior. Even though you're also your own worst enemy, you need to save yourself. I can help you all you want, but it's your job to help yourself out of the hole or anything else that you're stuck in. But to get through that, we have to be positive. Slash a smile across our face and get through the shitty days. And that means throwing positivity at people. That means taking positivity from people and growing and rising together. Perspectives. (laughs) There it is. Straight to the point. Um, So, you know, how has this made, like, a positive impact on, like, your daily life? Um, As soon as we started as perceptions, after we had gotten sued for being, or, or almost sued for being perceptions. We became Perspectives New York. But before that, we still had the positivity mental attitude where it was like, all right, this is going on, but I got my brothers, I got my family, let's make this music, let's let's make ourselves feel better. Um, and it's, it's transcended throughout everything we've done. Anything that we have a bad day, we try to be there for each other. Uh, anytime we're going through a bad... Uh, a bad deal or, or a relationship, we're all there for each other, or we're trying to set something up so that we can be um, there for each other, and and that's that's my favorite part, man. Is is it's very much uh, family now, and it's stuck. So even though I keep saying slash a smile to somebody, it's not me pandering to you. What it is is it's I'm trying to tell you what I now feel because of the band. So I'm trying to give you this little bit of positivity to be like hey man everything's not that bad (sighs) (laughs) right i think the coolest thing about you in the scene is like nobody doesn't know who you are you know what i mean like you always say to a band hey man good set yeah or like hey man let's book a show i feel like if we can't climb this fucking mountain together then we can't rise together and I feel like more bands need to realize that. That if we don't help each other up or listen to our music or push our music or push the name, I mean, can I say names? Because if White Tides and Destroy Create and freaking Aphasia, Into the Harbor, Grizzly Run, Sleepers, I mean, you can go different places. Left to Suffer is still a local band in their place, but they're blowing up. How did they do that? Because everybody's talking about it. Everybody's pushing them. Hollow Front, the same thing. They've got fans everywhere. Why? Because they push themselves. But they also push their homies. Right. We all got to love each other or else it just doesn't work. Dude, that's the one thing with local bands. Because I feel like sometimes they feel like it's like a competition. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I mean, when you get on stage, fucking... If I did uh, a good job, 
do better than me, but that doesn't mean that anybody did better that night. It just means that we put out our fucking effort, you put out your effort, and then let's do it the next day. Right. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's just a... You have your good days, you have your bad days. Right. It's that simple. <laughs> yeah, I mean... What's what's your favorite local band? It's like top three. <laughs> oh, I hate that question. Favorite local band, man. All right, so I know I say it all the time, but Whitesides always is on my my uh, repeat. Um, Into the Harbor, the the five or War is what I call it. I know it's not right, but War. <laughs> and um, Dead Awake. Um, they're not from here, but they're mm -hmm. my favorite. They've followed us since the beginning of the band, and we've followed them since the beginning of the band. We met them over at um, Sugar Sugar City in Sugar, Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Dude, and I've never been there. I live, amazing I venue. Live it was Buffalo. so small, but it was just like, all right, you hit him, but don't hurt each other. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> it was great. It was fucking awesome. And we came to see them specifically, but our homies in Oakheart and Beast were there too. So we came for them. But then we were like, oh shit, Dead Awake's here tonight too. And then we told the boys that we were there, the boys in Dead Awake. And they were like, yo, we're going even harder now that we know that you guys came to fucking see us. Right. Like, we got to go ham. So uh, that's, that's, uh, yeah, Dead Awake would definitely be my top, man. Okay. Um, so the next thing I really wanted to ask about is... Uh, what the fuck ask about? <laughs> he just drove over the curb. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um... What would you change in like the music industry right now? Like, well, what's the number one thing? I hear a lot of united you know, we stand, divided we fall. I mean, I keep saying it, but that's it's the truth. Um, I wish that people would support each other. Right. Uh, I know that me and and the band really try to push absolutely everybody. We don't try to wear everybody's merch. We mm -hmm. just have it because we've bought so much of it. Because <laughs> right. we're just trying to help each other out. Um, the other day I was wearing Diluted and, and Jordan was wearing Poison the Prophet. And we're fucking just driving to the store and I'm like, bro! Yeah. <laughs> Zach, awesome. yeah. Zach's a cool dude. I, yes. I talked to him for like an hour. I still have to watch that interview. I, I love Zach to death and all of his interviews have been he's gnarly. He's <laughs> fucking hilarious. But, um, you know, so how would you describe the word success in one, like, one word? <laughs> wealth you think wealth because it's not in the sense that you think it's not yay I have money it's that I have wealth of love and life I have friendship I have fans I have people that are in the music industry that I don't really know mm -hmm. but they love the fact that I try to do this and in that they do the same yeah wealth would be my, my one word wealth is number one okay um, so, what would you consider, like, the highlight to, uh, your band right now? The fact that we're almost 4,000 fans, family deep, mm -hmm. is pretty humbling. Um, but the evolution of adding Greg and us all dealing with the things that we've been dealing with, as much as Corona's a bitch and, and, and all that shit, learning about each other's differences and right. figuring out what we're going to talk about in the next things to come and um, 
that's been my favorite part because we've all been in a deep dark hole for a while uh, all of us in different spots but with that being said we all have something to be like hey I feel this oh shit I didn't know you felt this and I feel like we're all kind of growing and, and learning about each other so the evolution is probably my favorite right. part right now I feel like half the battle is just like getting along yeah. with your well not even getting along just like building a relationship with the people you work with exactly artistically yeah like it's not like a job where you're like all right I'm here and all right now I gotta go you have to be like okay well I'm here and they're still here and they're gonna bother you but you gotta be like yo this is my family like of course we're gonna fight and and nitpick at some things but like right. we still gotta be in the same van we still gotta be at the same practice space we still gotta play the same show Fucking, we've done this for the same reasons since the beginning, just to stay positive and stay happy. Uh, and how did how did I mean? This is a shitty question. <laughs> no, but, go for it. Like, how did like the band actually come about? Um, we've been asked that one a lot, but it, it for for yeah, and that's funny what I mean, enough. Like, that it's okay. Eight one eight. Um, the date eight one eight one eight was the diluted EP release show. I lost my mom and lost my job. Um. Jordan was going through a, uh, relationship problems and uh, lost his dad before the relationship problems. So he was already going through a lot of shit. Um, we went to the same show. We met up. We didn't mean to meet up. We were just there. He was like, yo, I'm trying to start up a band. I'm like, yo, bro, I have nothing else like to lose. Let's fucking do this. It's time. You know, we've been in this scene for so long and talked about being in a band together. Let's fucking do it. In comes Reen. In the oh, back, where the fuck did he, he literally <laughs> just comes out of nowhere and he's like, hey boys, want to chill? Let's go outside and partake. And I'm like, all right, bro, <laughs> let's fucking partake. So we went outside and we started talking to each other and he was like, I'm actually a bassist. And we're like, no, effing way is this happening. Now we didn't realize that it was 818 at That's the time. Funny. But when we started writing Flatline and starting to get this following and people liking us, we were like, let's, let's check this out. And we were like, holy shit, 818 whoa dude and then the numerology and and the following of 818 like we literally started seeing license plates 818 we started seeing fucking house numbers 818 we saw packages had the number 818 like we weren't just looking for it it was like why does this have 818 on it like do it right so that's been a thing and the, the fact that we still do it um we text each other on 818 in the morning and we text each other on 818 at night um because it's the beginning and the ending that's what 818 is so every beginning has a ending but every ending has a new beginning right so we try to keep each other thought of in that span you know what i mean it doesn't stop what you said this was at a venue yeah this was bug jar really yeah it was diluted ep release show huh? for uh uh bastard for um i keep doing this legitimate bastard yeah hmm i wasn't that far away dude that was a sardine can of a show <laughs> Every time they play it, dude, it's a sardine can of a show. Yeah, it was. That last show was fucking insane, dude. There, was, yeah. I, I've never seen so many people at a, uh, the bug jar. Right. In years. Right, dude. It was absolutely insane, and the fact that um, that we got to be a part of the next one after that was just. I mean, the fact that we were with likewise, um, is I absolutely love George. I've been a fan of George's for a long time. So the fact that he was on there too with with us was awesome. Right. So, a new EP. Would you call it new? 
Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it was it was put out the week of COVID nineteen. Right. We didn't even fucking push for that. It literally was this is the date that it's coming out of, and then it was COVID nineteen. E P. Yeah, you're like ah. Uh. But we kept pushing. Right. And we kept throwing at people and, and being like, yo. The, the world's dark why the fuck aren't we pushing our shit like that's the whole point of it it's like the world's gonna be dark but we still gotta smile so what was like some things you learned along the way because <laughs> was that the first record you recorded yeah first on? ep we've, we've ever been a part of um well i mean you yourself yes yeah, yeah yeah for all of us honestly um todd was a big learning step uh you know him being a part of sirens and sailors and him telling us you know, maybe you could do this, or maybe you could do this, and the little changes, and us being tentative at the fact that he was trying to change something that we were trying to create. But then we realized that we need to work right. together and right. to connect. So that was a big learning step. Um, he told us to get out of demo-itis, which is what we all went through a lot. Uh, with the first few times we played it, we were like, no, we really like this fucking breakdown, or we really like this. And we were like, ultimately, if we take that out and try to put that in something else later, then fine, let's let's make this what this is. And ultimately, that EP is the proudest thing that I've ever done. Right. Um, when I heard that the first time, dude, I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> dude? That's good. It, it it's hits. So good. It hits home. And, it, and it's not a pun. It really <laughs> does. It hits. It hits. You know what I mean? Like, in all senses of it, even when I still scream it, I feel it. It's my therapy. So like, I'm like, okay. So we didn't scream. We didn't do practice this week. I'm losing my shit. Why? Because I didn't go to my therapy session. That's that what is, this is. Yeah. No, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. I I didn't really look at it that way. And then if you look at the EP itself, the front cover, that's my mom's house. That's the one that I I lost her in. Mm -hmm. I lived up in the attic when when she passed. I found her in that house when she passed cut to after I, I lost myself and all of my own thoughts I started to find perspective and then I started to change my not, own not mentality perception. right not perception right. my own perspective <laughs> and then I started taking a prescription of my own medicine <laughs> get uh, it get uh, it Jason Rich from Crown Drop do you get that one <laughs> okay so last question I haven't asked this one. Well, I've asked it maybe twice to some people, but um, what are some characteristics you have, like personality traits, that help and or hurt the process of being in a band? <laughs> personality traits. Um, mental illness <laughs> is a big, big thing. I think, and not to downplay anybody else's in the band, but I feel like me and Jordan definitely the ones that are hit the strongest mentally um yes all of us are fucking struggling but the ptsd of um finding my mom and going through six days of straight her being in a coma really fucked me up and still hits me really hard because of that i think that the band's against me at all times i think that i'm against me at all times I think some fans are against me at all times. I think bands are against me at all times. When I say I am my own worst enemy and I am my own savior, right. it's a real fucking thing. Dude, that, that's I'm every, yelling at myself, that's, going, yo, stop. That's no, it. not every day I'll walk with smile stretched across my face, but I will be goddamned if I just throw it all away. 
Right. It's that simple, man. Dude. I'm yelling at myself, going, no, don't give up. Stop it. I'm yelling at everybody, stop, don't give up. You got this. Keep going. Right. That, I feel like like so many artists deal with that shit. Yeah. Like, just battling. Um, just the fact of, like, oh, it's not good enough. Oh, it's not good enough. Exactly. But, I just heard loathe in the background, left to suffer. <laughs> he's freaking going. 